Hello everybody and welcome to Take a Deep Breath. Today's breathcast is with Niraj Nayak. Uh, he runs Soma Breathwork and some of you might know him as the renegade pharmacist and he runs Soma. Didn't know too much about Soma at the start, uh, so it was really wonderful to sit down with somebody who could just explain what's going on with it. Compliment to Wim Hof, um, but what I really like about it, it's very much using the nose. So we actually run through an exercise, it was a 20 minute breathing exercise. Um, he said to me, you don't pass out easily, do you? And I was like, I don't think so. Um, and, and we did the exercise. So I, I will put that as a, a separate clip. So if you want to watch that, I'll just put a little bit in this episode. And if you want to watch the full 20 minutes and go along with it, you can do. Links to Soma in the bottom as well. Um, fun episode, really great guy, really enjoyed it. A couple of messages before we get into it. Please hit that subscribe button. Please like and share the podcast. Please leave a little message for us in there as well. Without further ado, Thanks for being with us. Thanks for watching. Let's get that podcast started. Cheers. Right, good morning, Niraj, and thank you so much for being on the Take a Deep Breath podcast. How are you doing today, sir? Amazing. Beautiful. Uh, could you explain to those people that don't know uh, who you are and what is SOMA? Sure, yeah. So SOMA uh, is actually... Uh, a online school where we basically teach and train instructors in um, therapeutically proven pranayama breathing exercises and techniques, as well as uh, train people in how to facilitate our uh, core technique, which we call Soma Awakening, which uh, is a combination of different breathing techniques from pranayama okay. into a sequence that has many different numerous health benefits and then we have created a a course which is a 21 day course we call it the awakening journey or awakening protocol which features this method um, and it delivers this dose of what we call intermittent hypoxic training protocol uh, over a uh, sorry intermittent hypoxia uh, over a period of three weeks in a step-by-step -step fashion, which gives you this, it follows this intermittent hypoxic training protocol, which has many clinical health benefits. And but what I have, I've added is an extra layer onto it, which is the, uh, the really understanding meditation and self-awareness, finding out who you are, because breath and breathing techniques like this can actually really peel off the layers of the conditioning of who you have been conditioned to be and you can start to understand more of who you truly are and then be able to choose the right foods for who you are you know your body type's different from everyone else your psych your mind state is very different and we have a different uh kind of matrix of different energy levels according to ayurveda which detects who you are your personality type your uh the type of uh it, food you should be eating, what uh, diseases you might be more uh, prone to. Uh, so all of these things can be revealed by doing this program, but you also get all of these incredible health benefits from doing this special, we call it an energized meditation. It's a routine which combines like different elements with movement and chants and mantras, but really it's just using your voice to, to, to tap into your autonomic nervous system, and then breathing techniques, all driven by music. So I've created this music that 
um, is rhythmical and the breath is timed to the music. So the, it, it makes it like a, a very easy to follow meditation program because the music is kind of guiding you through the, the journey. And then we add the extra layer on top of the visualization techniques, guided imagery through uh, the words and uh, this kind of creative visualization, which leads people into a, um, a specific result from the, uh, from the session. So that, that's done over a period of three. We have incredible results with that. We've had thousands of students go through that around the world. Dramatic improvements in people's health, people even getting their eyesight coming back. They've worn like thick glasses for years. Um, you know, people recovering from chronic incurable illnesses. In fact, we just had this 80 year old lady from Iceland called Hilda, who she just messaged in the group. We get something like this every week actually, saying that they, she has been trying to cure uh, th this illness that doctors have said were incurable for most of her life. And it was pretty bad until she joined us. And even to the point where doctors said she hasn't got much time to live. And she wrote in the group that, uh, she, you know, we saved her basically. So, and she's become an instructor now. So she, as a Soma breath instructor is now facilitating workshops with people over the age of 70 in Iceland. So it's amazing what's happening. Like every instructor has their own, uh, kind of um, character or personality. They have different skills and they all, we show instructors how to bring in all these different elements and skills into a, um, into their system, into their method. Yeah. And so it's a very powerful way for people to get into this world of holistic uh, transformative techniques um, where you're, where you're not separating the mind and body from each other and you're, you're not using synthetic chemicals or drugs or anything like that to treat you're actually going right to the root cause of of why people get sick or stressed or unhappy and that is the the nervous system itself the soul the the center of your personality your ego mind your the default mode network will change the core of who they are their operating system and their hard drive and their hard disk and just starting again according to their own will reprogram themselves according to who they really want to be there's a very powerful reprogramming system for unraveling of conditioning and changing who you are and through that amazing spontaneous healing is going to happen because i really believe that we hold on to diseases based on our personality so if we hold on to grudges from the past, if we hold on to anger for too long, if we have resentment, if we're fearful of the world and we can't even like step out the door without freaking out. And now it's got even worse because of the, the shenanigans that's been going on, um, you know? And so people are getting divided and socially isolated. And my whole point always was before this, community is a cure. Through community, we can really save this humanity, the soul of humanity. And right now, what we're actually facing right now is a global challenge of this, the, the crushing, the destruction of the spirits of humans, of what makes us human. That is connection, yes. hugging, yes. being present with people, looking into people's eyes, you know, hugging, touching, dancing, celebrating life together. 
And you know, people who live a long period of time in these blue zone uh, environments around the world, there's one thing in common with all of them. And that is that they have a very strong emphasis on social interaction and connection. Mm. Yes. You take that away, people stop living so long. People get depressed, they get isolated. So we are bringing it back together and we're using the internet. You know, we're using things like this, Zoom, to connect with people. And, you know, they they can take away our, um, you know, they can make us distant. They can put us apart, but they'll never, ever take away our breath. Mm-hmm. You know, they can never take away the spirit. And that's what we're focused on. Yeah, oh, that, that all sounds wonderful. And I can't wait to kind of dig into some of that. And <laughs> I'm, I'm really keen to, to really understand kind of your journey, where you've come from. But I'm just curious, do you have any idea, the person with the eyesight and the glasses, do we have any idea what might have caused that change? Or is it just something that's just unknown? Yeah, yeah, point? yeah. There's a mechanism, an explainable mechanism. And I, I think it doesn't, it's not going to happen with everyone. But quite often, why um, people lose their eyesight is because you've got to think rationally. And this is one thing scientists don't do. They don't think rationally anymore, all right? They, they think in terms of, oh, they, they get a piece of paper and they see some stats and numbers. And, and unless they see that piece of paper with the stats and numbers and somebody above them telling them that this is the way it is, they, they don't think for themselves rationally anymore. You know, you'll see a lot of doctors who don't believe in the fact that ginger or garlic can have antiviral properties, even though there's, there are studies out there, but because they haven't been told by their establishment, they won't believe it. They won't even look into things like Ayurveda or breathing techniques. So you just go think rationally. I don't want to keep making a dig at, at what's going on. I'm just a little bit, you know, yeah. fired up at the moment. Yeah, of course. Um, but basically, why does cell, why do cells mm-hmm. stop functioning? Like if the, if the eye stops working, properly why is it it's quite often it's because the cells in those areas have not got the nutrients or the circulation from the blood which is what supplies the nutrients that it needs so you may have heard of things like glaucoma right yes one of the treatments very powerful treatments of glaucoma is cannabis yes right because it improves blood flow rapidly to the eye and and then it the glaucoma goes away. So things like glaucoma are actually the result of diminished blood flow, right? Mm-hmm. So I believe most diseases are the result of diminished blood flow. Mm-hmm. So what causes that? Well, uh, certain things can change. If, you, if you're under stress, if you're, you have high blood pressure, you, you are um, under tension, for example, or often under stress, stress and tension, which a lot of people are or you don't get the right nutrition at a young age, or there is some genetic component as well, then you may not be getting the blood flow to the eye that you need. Now, what our technique does, Kumbaka, the breath retention part, is it, it boosts a lot of production of nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is a wonderful healing molecule. Yes. Uh, anyone who's into breathing techniques, breath must like pay attention to nitric oxide and do all their research into nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is a vasodilator. It improves circulation and the ability for oxygen to be utilized properly by cells. So what you're doing, right, in our soma technique is you're creating a lot of vascular, um, uh, um, open up of blood vessels, vasodilation. 
and you're getting blood flow going to the eye at much better rates. Now here's another phenomenon. So what we do is we create this intermittent hypoxic state for a brief period of time. This has been shown in studies, and there's one guy in particular you can check out his paper, Prakash Marsh, who's on our board of advisors for SOMA. He shows that uh, under this positive stress that is created by this ancient breathing technique that we use in SOMA, you lower the oxygen for a brief period of time. And that has potentially the ability to activate certain stem cells. And the right. one that I, I believe is the one being uh, activated are called very small embryonic-like stem cells. And I spoke to a, uh, a stem cell scientist, okay, who uh, has a lab and they do very expensive treatments and all this. And they talk about this very small embryonic stem cells and that they use um, a, they use certain ways to activate it. Intense heat. So the sauna, for example, in my opinion, also activates stem cells. And that's one of the reasons why uh, saunas are so therapeutic and beneficial in my opinion. So intense heat, uh, even cold, right? And trauma are known. So physical trauma are known to activate stem cells. The other thing is low oxygen. This is what this, this is what's talked about uh, by this, uh, this lab. And they use low oxygen to activate these certain types of stem cells and then they'll cultivate them and then stick them into people in certain areas, right? Like if they want to lower inflammation, if they want to help regrow tissue, things like that. However, I believe with this breathing technique, that there's no need for doing this because what you're doing is you're waking up your innate uh, stem cells using this technique. It takes a bit of practice to get to that point where you are mobilizing these stem cells. Now, stem cells hate oxygen. They, they thrive in a hypoxic environment. So when you are in, your, in the womb, stem cells are found uh, in large number in the bowel, in the stomach, uh, sorry, in the womb, and they are uh, rapidly dividing, and that's what creates who you are, right? But that environment in the womb is a very low oxygen environment, a hypoxic, it's like the same uh, level of uh, um, atmospheric oxygen as top of Everest, right? right? So, but when you're born, all these stem cells hide into areas of very low oxygen, the bone marrow, and certain areas uh, where there's normal cells and then they're in the center, and the normal cells use up all the oxygen. So these very small embryonic stem cells are in the bloodstream, but they're inactive. And then when you, you um, give a dose of this intermittent hypoxia, they get activated and they go to areas where there's inflammation or healing, respiration, uh, uh, rejuvenation, restoration needs to happen. And I believe the yogis knew this and they would use the power of intention and different uh, uh, like certain exercises you use with your, your body at the same time as doing these techniques and this would initiate the healing response. It would like rapidly um, activate this healing. So I actually got really deep into this and our techniques 
we teach the soma breath are all kind of designed to, to use the power of breath to create this intimate hypoxic state to potentially wake up these stem cells. That's why we call it the awakening journey. There's awakening up these stem cells and then move to areas where they need. Now there is science out there that backs up what I'm saying. So, so remember, think rationally, mechanisms. Always, whenever you get told anything you've, by a doctor or a scientist, you must think rationally, is this, does this make sense as a mechanism or they're just showing me some fancy numbers, okay? It's really fancy numbers. So mechanistically, this makes sense that we can wake up stem cells. They're already doing it in labs, they use low oxygen. And when you put on a pulse oximeter, for example, and you get into these breath retention states, you're going down to like 60% yes. uh, or less in some cases, oxygen saturation for, for you know, 30 seconds or, or more, right? Mm. So, and then at least below, I, my, I can hold my breath for like four minutes after the exhale and I can bring my oxygen levels down to like 50%, even 45%. And then it'll, it'll take at least a minute to get back to normal. And according to the, the doctor that works with us, uh, it only takes a minute for, well, two minutes for blood to completely circulate around your body, mm -hmm. right? So I believe in a minute of the right breath retention time or um, to up to two minutes, uh, you can, if you hit the right hypoxic level, activate these things. Now, intermittent hypoxic training is already being used using machines. There's a, there's a huge therapeutic field of research out there on this. And they use machines to do the same thing. So they'll use, um, you breathe in like normal oxygen and then very low oxygen for several minutes. And then your blood SpO2 goes down. And they have scientifically shown this phenomenon of intermittent hypoxia, and they explain, there's Russian scientists who've done a lot of research that it's um, this hypoxia activating stem cells and those stem cells are going around the body and, and doing the works. But remember, this is science, it's theory. We don't know for sure. We can't yes. go in there and like, it's very difficult to, to actually, yeah. actually study this. And then there's no money in it. Yes. You know, if you're, if you're, there's money in extracting stem cells and injecting into people, but there's no money in giving people the power to do it themselves. So there isn't going to be a lot of money going into this uh, either. So, but I know mechanistically it makes sense. And I can see anecdotally in our group, we've got like, you know, thousands of people gone through our courses. There is a large percentage of them, significant percentage who are reporting dramatic improvements in their health and the eyesight is a common one wow so more common than we thought okay so so a question i'm really interested to know a bit more about is can you tell me what are the differences between soma and, and the wim hof method what complements each other and what are the differences yeah great question man so there's something we get asked a lot because i i also have a very close connection to wim wim is a good friend and actually, we even have an album together. We recently uh, made an album that's up on his website on, on YouTube. You can check it out. It's called Set You Free. We just type in Wim, Wim Hof Music. You can check it out. Cool. And uh, I've known Wim for years. Uh, we, I actually went over there to interview him uh, a long time ago. Uh, we had a lot of things in common. And he's on a big mission as well. It's very similar to mine. And uh, he basically 
really gave me a lot more proof that there is other amazing, incredible things you can do with the breath. I used it for the healing benefits. And the, the method I got taught from my starting back in 2011 it revolves around uh, this pranayama techniques for um, using rhythm and uh, using breath retention to and a meditation as well to to basically reprogram your operating system you imagine your mind is like an operating system so you can go in there and fix things that have gone wrong over time due to stress so i was fascinated like that there's all these superhuman abilities out there which you get taught about from um you know you you you, you hear about them but you don't know if it's it's totally true and so me and him was like amazing because like, I'm not alone. I'm not the only crazy guy out there. And, uh, you know, so that, that was really like amazing to meet that. Um, and for a while, actually, we worked together. I, I actually even hosted some events with him, went on right. tour with him and did all sorts of stuff. Uh, but I wanted to make a, um, a school that was based on these traditional techniques. So pranayama, and, and also brought in my other uh, interests, like the music side. And I, I'm into hypnosis, hypnotherapy, guided meditations, and certain neuro-linguistic techniques that are very powerful. When you combine uh, that with the breath and music, you have a super powerful transformative tool. And for me, I was already, really fascinated of uh, using the breath to, to help people to discover who they truly are, like the spiritual side of it, mm. rather than just the physical stuff. So, uh, so actually, that's where the distinction happened. I, I would do, I had the outlet that um, Wim couldn't do because they, they want to like really um, take away anything that has anything too mystical in there because it's really smart idea because it just means that they can cross over to a lot more people than you would expect. Mm -hmm. I also found that with um, uh, the, the Hoffs, uh, well, that they would attract mostly the guys. Mm. Yes, I've <laughs> seen this. The, yeah. A lot of the yeah. peak performance people and things yes. like that. And, you know, I, I come from a pretty hippie island. I live in Copangan at the moment. You know, I lived in Bali and, and I'm in more of the yoga kind of, uh, I would say also the shamanic spiritual world. So I felt like, you know, we needed a way to, to, to reach that audience as well. So, uh, so it's, it's great, you know, like we've kind of uh, got our, this very similar what we do, but yes. we, we, we reach a lot of people. And the great thing is there's no competition. And with sober breath, we, we're not just about one technique. There's actually a plethora of different pranayama techniques. We mm. also show how to use a breath with yoga and we also um, teach people guided meditation, how to do guided journeys. So it's a, it's a very multi-dimensional uh, like a training. And uh, I think that's why uh, it's really taken off in an amazing, remarkable way. Uh, and we have a lot of crossover. So we have people who do our stuff, go over to do stuff with Wim and, and vice versa. And, uh, but one of the things I will say is that 
Okay, and Wim is great. He's, he's reached so many people, opened the doors to everyone. Is that there is sometimes some confusion of, should I breathe through my mouth? Should I use my nose? Uh, some people get a bit stressed out uh, uh, from that, from the, the Wim Hof technique, because uh, if you just use your mouth, and if you're already a stressful person, like you're already experiencing a lot of stress in your life, it can actually make it a little bit worse. Um, not, not for everyone, just for some cases. And therefore, nose breathing is, we focus on nose breathing, nasal breathing. That's, that's the key, because it produces nitric oxide. That's the, and it's a filter for the air. It's generally, generally a good idea, a healthy habit, to breathe through your nose as much as possible, right? Um, and also what I found is when you do the more slow rhythmic breathing where it's perfectly timed to the beat, okay, you can go much deeper in the, in the breath retention phase. You can do much longer breath retentions. Oh, that's very interesting. And that adds that, yeah, the depth for, uh, what I'm talking about with the intermittent hypoxic training. And also, uh, it adds, um, this meditation element. Because when you hold breath for a period of time on the exhale, if you imagine when you breathe in, you breathe in oxygen, right? That produces energy. That's the source of thoughts, is the inspiration. Inspired actually means to breathe in. It comes from the Latin root meaning espiritu. And uh, you have conspire means to breathe together, actually. And spiritual oh, means to breathe, to breathe and inspire means to breathe in so when you breathe in is when you get thought so when you breathe out and you hold your breath and you don't breathe again what happens is you're lowering the oxygen and you're fine and you do this when you do this right your thoughts completely quiet down like and it becomes a very powerful meditation because after all what we're trying to do with meditation is this we're trying to turn off the, the vocal, the verbal part of the mind, the speaking part, the, the chatter in the mind. Yes. And we're trying to bring into a single line of focus. That's like the defect for the mind, right? So with Soma, we put a lot of emphasis on this and getting into that really still meditative state. And it's like a defect switch for the, for the mind. So that's why you get a lot of mental clarity. And yes. Like that from, from doing that sounds so, wonderful. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the distinction. Yes. Like we, we just go more to the traditional uh, and we have a, a much more techniques. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. No, fantastic. Thank you for answering that. I, I love to reference the defrag as well because that brings me back to yeah. my, my computer days a bit. Um, yeah. So I want to pick up on the sauna piece because what happened to me, I, I did Wim Hof in 2016 and I was terrified of the cold. Um, and, and I still practice cold exposure whenever I can, especially in the winters in Poland. Um, but for me, I was drawn very, very heavily to the sauna to the point where I was going every single day and I would do long sauna sessions. My friends thought I was crazy. I would do you know, sort of 20, 30 minutes, cold uh, shower, relax for 20 minutes, back in. I could do a three hour set like that. And just that I'd, I'd come out. I don't know if you ever remember in the 90s, there was a, a tree ball, Mr. Soft. Uh, mint yeah. advert and I feel like Mr. Soft at the end of it I'm all uh, loose and it's relaxed the best feeling in the world I love it, it. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and with this lockdown right now in England I don't have my own sauna there's no sauna to go to I feel like I'm missing yeah. out on some really decent medicine which I just can't get my hands on can't have a hot bath yeah. either so anyway so well, 
gone. I've yeah. Asked that. Well, the, so sauna, the, the, the sauna is one of the best things you could do for your health, especially yeah. if you want to protect against viruses. Mm. I wonder how it's going to work with uh, social distancing measures, maybe masks and sauna. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm probably, you've seen this in other countries. England, it tends to be a bit more relaxed in sauna. But in Poland, you have to have a towel. You can't touch the wood with your body. You know, it's a very clean environment. I can't mm. say it's always the same in England. But um, what, what's going yeah, on but a virus, a virus can't stand that level no, of heat. No, it's too hot for it. Yeah. I can't handle it. That's interesting. And, um, you know, like... I'm a pharmacist, so I, I can I can see uh, shenanigans when it's presented to me. And the problem is, is that most people aren't pharmacists. They're not mm. doctors. They're not nurses. And the problem is, what well, I'm a pharmacist who used to be a pharmacist. So right. I'm I'm out of that system. And yes. when you're in that system, you it's very difficult for you to say anything or do anything because you could you'll lose your job. You'll be struck off the register. That's that's the first right. thing that's gonna happen. So most people don't say anything, they don't question anything, and that's the problem. And I think that, okay, yeah, there may be a case that you may get more risk of infection, um, go into a gym, blah, blah, blah. I actually think that there's more risk of serious second waves coming from lockdown measures. That's what the science is showing. Lockdowns, you're away from sunlight, Mm -hmm. You're not getting vitamin D. Yes. You're getting depressed. You're yes. socially isolated. And you probably will drink more when you're in a lockdown situation. Yeah. And if you're not going to the gym and you're not doing that thing that gives you a bit of joy, it's just going against your nature as a yes. human. And then the sauna is so therapeutically beneficial. It boosts your immune system. You increase growth hormone by several times. You actually, um, there's no way a virus can survive that temperature. It just doesn't. Mm. Okay, that's one of the reasons why very hot, humid countries just don't have any case, real cases. Like, it's just not, I mean, where I am, there's zero. Thailand's got hardly any cases, right? Same as Bali, and they're trying to say, oh, cases going up. So like, you know, it's, it's Costa Rica is another, I have a lot of friends in Costa Rica and mm -hmm. things like that. So I think that uh, the sauna is like one of the most powerful, it's like going to church, as you, you know what I mean? Yes, uh, yes. And when you use the breath with it, magic literally happens. When you use yes. okay. breathing techniques, rhythmic breathing and getting into those all to of consciousness, it's the most profound, like deep meditation you get into. And if you're into things like magic and manifesting, that's the time to do it. You know? Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, you know um, I, I have actually used the phrase a couple of times, the church of sauna. Um, yes. And, and that, that I really do feel like that I have to go there and I have to spend my time. And there's no phones. And I find as well, I have some of the best conversations with strangers when I'm in the sauna. Yeah. Because well. you're, you're not naked naked, but you're, you're almost naked, aren't you? There's nothing there. There's no screen in front of you. You just bear and you can just have some really open conversations with strangers who you probably just walk past in the streets. So, oh, it's so lovely to, to, to find a kindred spirit of sauna there as well. Oh, yeah. And a lot of my um, uh, like clients who uh, now use, you know, well, they haven't been able to recently, but because part of our, our Soma Awakening journey is an emphasis on sauna. And what we do is we create a protocol using niacin. And you do this breathing technique in the sauna, special rhythmic, bringing in for four, out for eight. Mm -hmm. um, 
niacin is magic. I don't know if you've tried this. So oh. what you do is you take like, you do it in stages, you start with a hundred milligrams. Uh, it has to be the no, uh, the full flush, the full oh. flush, right? Nice. Not the no flush, but the full flush nice. And the one that creates the flush. So you do the flush. Um, whilst, so you, 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 you do a lot of exercise, you get really deep into exercise, like 20 minutes, high intensity. Yes. Uh, and that will make you sweat a lot and, and get your blood circulating. And you, 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 you take the niacin before that. You'll start feeling this crazy flush, like you're just flaring up with heat, intense heat, like you've taken the most intense chili of all time. <laughs> and then what happens is uh, that will start to subside a bit. Then you go into the sauna. And what, that's, what, what niacin does is it, it flushes it dilates all your blood vessels amazingly, mm. right? You get crazy blood flow all around your body. And when you go into a sauna, then it has to be a dry heat, full, you know, 80 degrees or 100 degrees. Yeah. All of the benefits saunas like dramatically accelerate. So especially with the detox, mm. getting heavy metals out of the system. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Right. I will, uh, I will look at that. And as soon as these yeah. saunas open again, uh, I will be straight in there. Um, can you just tell me a bit about that? So, so how did you go from uh, pharmacist to renegade pharmacist? What was the, what was the story behind that? The sauna, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would like go to, so I had, a far, I, I, I had a job as a community pharmacist and I was really depressed. Like I hated my job. I just saw so many problems in the healthcare system. Like people weren't getting better. Let's face it, people don't get better with the modern healthcare system, right? They, their, their disease is prolonged, okay? And then what happens is they end up taking like 20, 30 pills. They're like literally rattling when they walk in, going away shopping bags full of drugs. Nobody wants to be on these drugs. They just don't know anything else to do. So I was like, screw this. You know, it's something has to be like, there has, this can't be the life. I was so unsatisfied with life. I was like, this cannot be how it is. I mean, like you'd think like, oh, if that's how it is for them, that, that could be me in a few years, you know? Yeah. Shit, you know? And um, anyway, I had a brick breakdown. I got dragged to Tony Robbins event, believe it or not. I got kicking and screaming to a Tony Robbins event and somebody bought me a ticket. I had no choice. Anyway, changed my life. On the last day, it was the first time I heard anyone talk about health in terms of how to reverse diseases using diet, and then, you know, the Hippocratic Oath. And I was, lear I learned more in that one seminar, that last day than I did in yeah. the entire time at pharmacy. Wow, that's incredible. And so I was like, right, I'm in a pharmacy. I can test this out. I'm going to put Tony Robbins to a test. So I go to the pharmacy and I wrote uh, out healthy shopping lists of patients based on their conditions. Mm -hmm. And those who took the drugs, uh, sorry, didn't it? Those who um, followed my advice, changed their diet. Literally, I was just giving them like tips and websites they could go and get. Mm -hmm. They could learn how to make the, the, the foods I was recommending, the meals I was recommending. And those who followed it, they were getting incredible results for their health coming wow. with the drugs. I had doctors phoning me up going, what are you doing? This is a miracle. This is amazing. I'm like, it doesn't seem that much that obvious to me. You know? it's like, I mean, yeah. that, it seems pretty obvious to me. It doesn't yeah. seem, a miracle to me, but they were baffled. They couldn't, I couldn't believe it. So I started educating 
doctors in my community, helping local people. <clears throat> it got me a bit of a reputation. I got fired from my first job. I won't go into the ins and outs, but I got promoted eventually to the head office, one of the biggest corporations in the world. And I was going to come out with this um, healthy shopping list service. They love this concept. Then it got labeled too renegade. The idea was too renegade. And they shelved the idea after six months because um, of the middle management not agreeing with it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I just got disillusioned. I was like, it felt like a total crush to my values, to, to every. I just couldn't believe a corporation would do such a thing, right? With, they withheld such a powerful, amazing service for people. You know, I had amazing result with diabetes. Di Type 2 diabetes is easily to solve with changes of diet. Really yeah. easy. And patients want to not be diabetic. Yes. They, want, they want to change that. They're committed, but they don't know how because they don't get good advice. And they need, they need practical ways to do this. Yes. They need easy ways to do this. Um, and so I actually... Like could have helped a lot of people. Like type two diabetes is a massive problem in the world. Um, actually, people who get issues, complications of this COVID, uh, generally they've got uh, diabetes is quite common amongst right. uh, the ones who get their more serious cases. Right, so mm. it's because their their metabolic function is is not is not right, and uh, so that's a big that's a big thing we can solve. So just by changing the diet. Anyway, so. What happened was at that point, I got hit like a lightning bolt with an autoimmune disease right. called ulcerative colitis. It left me housebound for like almost a year. And it was going through that healing journey, which uh, where I learned from the Swami, she taught me the foundations of pranayama, yes. yoga, Ayurveda meditation. And I discovered uh, the work of another pharmacist actually, Joseph Murphy wrote a book called The Power of the Subconscious Mind. And that's where I started learning about the use of mantras to reprogram the operating system and to get into these deep brainwave states. And anyway, I actually, within a few months, healed myself. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that took me on this journey I am on now. And actually, mm -hmm. I um, started this site called The Renegade Pharmacist. And I wrote a, an article, an infographic, all about... Uh, Coca-Cola and my experience in the supermarkets and how many people I observed who were drinking fizzy drinks like Coca-Cola, mm. uh, which are full of sugar, were getting things like diabetes. And why I, just by changing, swapping that for, for uh, like lemon juice, for example, yes. just transform people's health. And I made this infographic and went massively viral all around the world. Uh, and it um, got me known as the Renegade Pharmacist. The site was the Renegade Pharmacist. It was it was crazy. I think yeah. it's still one of the most viral infographics of all time. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah. My, uh, one of my family members actually has uh, type two diabetes and um, had a scare with the doctor a couple of weeks ago. Made a couple of changes: alcohol, food, uh, and they've gone below the the level now. The levels are dropping every single week, and you know it's it's incredible how quickly something like that can can turn around with the right changes. Um, yes. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, so I think we're going we're gonna to do a breathing exercise, are we, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So adding, adding to that. So what I did realize, though, is actually the breath is where it all begins. Right. All right? Yes. I believe that actually just 
with the breathing techniques and the system that we've made, we can actually make give people the the, the energy, the will, mm-hmm. the desire to make other changes in their life. Mm-hmm. When you when you teach somebody how to take control of their autonomic nervous system just with the breath, yes, magic happens. And with this breathing technique, you you have less need for food. You don't need to consume as much. Your your whole uh, um, system is optimized. Your mitochondria is uh, functioning effectively. Your nervous system is balanced. And what happens? So before I go into the technique, I want to just explain a little bit of science. This is mm-hmm. this is what differentiates us from a lot of people because the, my method is based on pranayama, and the yogis thousands of years ago they they observed animals in nature. That's where they got a lot of their the, the inspiration for yoga from and they found that animals that live a very long period of time like elephants and turtles they're very 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 slow breathing rates right like two to four breaths per minute that's their natural breathing rate and animals that don't live a long time like squirrels rabbits uh you know mice rats they have very very fast breathing rates like 30 40 breaths per minute and they don't live a very long time like two years now there's a weird anomaly to this okay one of them one of these weird anomalies is the naked mole rat the naked mole rat actually lives they can hold their breath for up to 18 minutes at a time and they live mostly underground in hypoxic environments they live up to 30 years right and they live free from disease. They don't. They can't get cancer. They've injected them with cancer, and the cancer doesn't survive. Wow. And they just don't get disease. So this makes scientists understand, like, actually, maybe there's something about this hypoxia. Mm. And then um, humans are an anomaly because we have the conscious ability to control our breath. Yes. Okay. And so pranayama is a method, actually, if you look at it, to bring the overall breathing rate down to around four breaths per minute, because that will expand your life. The re- and again, think of it in terms of mechanism, right? So there's a scientist called Helmut Sees, right? Helmut Sees created the term oxidative stress. Mm-hmm. And he showed that actually oxygen, although it's very difficult for us to live without it, is also very difficult for us to live with it because it causes stress on the body. It causes it, you've seen, things oxidize in nature, right? Like yes. cars, the metal rusts, rusting. That rusting happens inside our circulatory system as well, leads to plaques, and that causes heart disease, all right? And where does that rusting come from, actually? It comes from over-oxidation from the oxygen. So when you, um, when you over-breathe, and Patrick McEwen will back this up, you breathe out carbon dioxide, you get too much oxygen stuck to your red blood cells. It doesn't go to where it needs to go. So that's one of the big problems is you don't get blood uh, oxygen going to where it needs to go. Secondly, if you have over oxidation for too long, it can lead to oxidative stress, which damages DNA, it causes uh, arthrosclerosis um, in the, the arteries. It also causes inflammation, which is the precursor to the disease. So basically the antidote is training your mitochondria to be super efficient using oxygen. So you have less 
need to breathe. The less you need to breathe, the slower your breathing rate, the slower your breathing is in general, the less likely you are to hyperventilate as well. And actually what that means, it translates into, is you live longer, all right? Yes. And that's why, so this, with what we do with Soma Breath is we teach you the core pranayama techniques that are designed for oxygen efficiency. And you'll find, you'll find if you do this, this course, uh, you'll, you'll be able to hold your breath for longer and longer periods of time. That's one measure of how well you're doing is how long can you hold your breath without uh, doing any tricks beforehand. You, not, you, you shouldn't be going, and then holding your breath, but just at rest with no air in the lungs, yes. how long can you hold your breath, right? And also how long can you make a tone, a single tone? Uh, like a full breath in and um, how long can you do your arms? You'll find that if you do these techniques and we call, we also have physical exercises, which I, I call intermittent hypoxic training exercises, like doing push-ups or lunges mm -hmm. or running around, um, holding your breath. Uh, all this will uh, train you and, and yoga as well should be an anaerobic exercise where mm -hmm. you're holding each pose you're trying the breath what that does is it creates this short period of intermittent hypoxia and that strengthens the, the whole body right and it makes you more efficient in oxygen that's the point of yoga so i believe that the ancient mystic yogis they hacked death right and became immortal whether you believe it, i don't know for sure if they're immortal or not but there is a theory that there are immortal yogis who live up in the Himalayas. Perhaps it's because they can live without oxygen. Or they've, they've adapted to, have, to be able to survive on the least amount of oxygen possible. Yes. And hence why they also choose to live at the top of the Himalayas where oxygen levels are very low, carbon dioxide levels are higher. And carbon dioxide is what triggers us to, our brain to breathe again. If you can have high carbon dioxide tolerance, it means your breathing rate drops as well. Mm -hmm. So everything in Soma Breath is about improving carbon dioxide tolerance. Yeah. yeah. And I really believe that this is one of the key things for lowering inflammation, expanding your, your longevity, strengthening your nervous system and all these things. And, uh, and that can maybe explain the science of pranayama, you know, like people don't really understand pranayama, but I think mm -hmm. this, what I've just told you, is the true reason for pranayama. And I'm all about mechanism. Okay, so if there's ancient yogis that live forever, why? And there's people go, yes, they do it. I'm certain I've seen Babaji. I'm like, well, how? How are they doing? And then I, so when I met this doctor, um, and he taught me the science of yoga from a a medical perspective because he's a doctor and he uses it patients he sees the results for himself every day with his patients i was like that's it now i get it now i get why we do these ancient techniques what they were doing what they had hacked why they figured out and perhaps even why they're so shrouded in mystery and secrecy is because maybe they don't want some of the techniques to fall into the wrong hands Oh, fascinating. You know, you, you've, just, you've just awoken something additionally. I'm already obsessed with breath work, but I feel like I need to go further down the rabbit hole now. Um, nice. I'm going to ask you while I've got you here, because you never know. I've started to get, well, I have spasms in my back and started to develop carpal tunnel. And I think that's from years of being on computers and, yes. and that sort of thing. And I'll do my stretching and I'll do not enough yoga, but I do some yoga. 
could you would you recommend anything in that area to maybe help with the back spasms or is that not really kind of your field of expertise no no no, 100 percent. so okay so again mechanisms mm. right why have you got this in the first place well mm. it's su- super um common right carpal tunnel syndrome from people who work on computers all day so it's probably that's the problem mm. i've created an app just for you guys it's called chair guru all right you can get it on our website um you can maybe put a link to it on the channel yeah i will do chair, chair guru a, yeah chair guru it's a google chrome plugin at the moment okay and what it does is it pops up at any interval you say with a two minute exercise you go do and it's either a breathing technique or a stretching technique each exercise you should follow up with a walk to go and get some water or toilet or whatever it is yeah but some kind of walk at the end and um it just breaks up the day so there'll be hours that go by because you're so deeply into concentration you may not actually move from your chair and you're constantly yes. on so that firstly is the problem is mm. is the is just the uh, it's unnatural for humans to sit in one place yes working all that that's unnatural so you've got to become more natural so what do animals do they stretch they mm. shake they they move around you know they they do stuff they never they very rarely sit even cats although they look like they sleep all day long they spend a lot of time walking around and doing yeah. stuff right stretching a lot a lot of stretching so definitely doing yoga is mm. going to be the one of the best but you should do the yoga where it's the long uh very long poses the ones yes. that really strengthen the nervous system so mm. the way we do so we call it soma yoga is it's you're holding each pose it's just like all the yoga poses that you're doing vinyasa but each pose you do it until you can't do it any longer you mm-hmm. hold your breath into the pose so a good one for you would be to you want to strengthen and stretch the back is doing sequences that involve like forward bends and then followed by back bends like cobra and yes uh kind of forward bends and downward dogs and things like that and what you do is you do each pose till exhaustion you can't do any longer and you so f- when you when you uh, do a forward bend for example you've got to get all the air out of your lungs so what you do is you take a, a sip in when you breathe out exhale into the pose and then you can do another you hold it until you can't hold it any longer and or you need to breathe and you breathe in and breathe out into the pose again you'll find that to stretch even deeper and then you hold a pose you can't hold it any longer all right and then you just repeat the breath until you get exhausted physically. You can't do mm-hmm. it longer. Same thing with any of the poses that you do. That's how you build strength in yoga. And that, then what that will do is that will strengthen your bones, yep. your tendons, your joints. You'll get better blood flow to those areas so you won't get tired as easily. Mm-hmm. Because what is all this stuff? It's being stumped down, not moving. You're not getting blood flow. Yes. And, you're, and that strain means the muscles get cramped. And tension, chronic tension, means blood flow is diminished to that to those muscles and joints. Diminished blood flow means nutrients aren't getting there, so you get disease. Mm-hmm. So our breathing technique, uh, Wim Hof achieves the same result as well. But our soma breath awakening technique, which you're about to do now, what it does is it creates massive vasodilation, especially if you because we're all about nose breathing. Yes. Right? So when you're using your nose, okay, and you're doing the breath retentions and you're creating the state of coherence, you're 
maximizing the trans, uh, uh, transference of oxygen from blood cells into the cells where it needs to go, raising carbon dioxide tolerance. And what you're also doing is you're creating massive vasodilation, like, and getting all the blood vessels dilated. So you start to get blood flow. So what you should do is once you've done this technique is lie down in Shavasana. Mm -hmm. Just allow just the, the blood to circulate freely. And just by doing that for a few minutes after this breathing technique, will make sure you're getting good blood flow to all the, all the cells in your body, right? That's why in yoga, you do Shavasana at the end. And, and watch what happens. Right? I want you to do this every day and tell me okay. how you improve, yeah? Right, so let's, uh, let's, I can do this sitting on the chair? Or do I need to lie down? For uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, are you, do you have a tendency to pass out? No, <laughs> no uh, not that I'm aware of, no. Okay, okay, okay. So never do this um, in a place where you might fall over if you pass out, right? You should try and do this um, in a comfortable position. Um, you know, it's best to do this actually, this technique uh, with your back straight. However, uh, you, I mean, you, can, you should always sit up and have your back straight. You can also do this lying down. But um, if you're gonna do this sitting up right, right now, you should use the energy locks. So the energy locks uh, that we're gonna use is the neck lock. And when you get into the breath retention phase, you're going to breathe in, breathe out, let your head drop forward, let your chin go towards your chest, and hold your breath like that, with no air in the lungs, completely relaxed. This keeps the energy in, and it holds uh, the breath in, the energy in, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, and it's in now, through the nose, out through the mouth? Yeah, that's how I, 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 I teach it. But okay. you're always breathing in through your nose. That's the key, right? And the rhythmic breathing part at the beginning, you're breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth to the count of the music. This track is a more faster uh, session. Like uh, a lot of the other ones are more slow and uh, more gentle. This one I'm giving you is like a full power one. Okay. Again, to say it's consciousness, Perfect. about 22 minutes. So, um, so you can choose the different ones that we have, what you prefer. Mm -hmm. uh, and then um, the other uh, thing, the important thing is we use tones, toning. So the first part of this session, like it's all guided, you'll hear the voice guiding the whole thing, is you, the, the, when you get the command, you're going to breathe in and you're going to make a tone. Um, you notice that's three syllables. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. And mm. Mm. Okay, it's orm. Orm is three syllables. Okay. And each, if you, when you do an ah, you'll feel it. If you go ah, you'll feel goes down to your sex and your digestive glands. These are creative glands. And then when you do ooh, ooh. you'll feel it in your heart. Ooh, you feel it in your heart. Yes. When you go, yeah. mm, you feel the vibration in your mind. Mm. Now here's the thing. Brahma, the god of creation in Hinduism, or the Vedic god of creation, is Brahma. It's a symbol for the ah, the tone. Ah. 
Vishnu is the god of preservation. It's all of the preserving glands, the heart, uh, the thymus gland, the heart. Who Vishnu, right? Brahma uh, is the creative glands, the, the sex and the digestion. That's what creates stuff, right? The creativity. And then the um, Mahesha or Shivan, it's known as Shivan, is a god of consciousness. Mm, that that syllable is the pituitary up there and the pineal. Uh, it's the upper glands. And these deal with consciousness and they're the master glands of the controller of the glands. So when you do it in the sequence, you get Aum. So I just demystified Aum for you and the Hindu religion, which has okay. become full of dogma. Right? Right. It's actually codes and symbols for how to tap into the operating system, which is the human mm -hmm. body. Right? and the mind, the mind of the human. So, uh, so that's, that's it. So that's, that's the things to, to bear in mind. So you're gonna start with rhythmic breathing. Oh, because you're advanced, you can add on an extra dimension. On the rhythmic breathing phase, when you breathe in, you're breathing into your belly, then chest, that's a full yogic breath. And then you pull up the pelvic floor muscles, you squeeze, you can even use your fists to guide you. You pull up the sphincter muscles, basically the, the muscles that you'd use if you really um, uh, need to go for a shit. You know, imagine you're holding onto that. Okay. Pulling up, you're squeezing, and then you're letting go on the exhale. So it becomes like a pump from your root, your mula bandha is called, and you're sending this energy out, these feel good sensations up. Okay. So the, the sphincter muscles there are connected to your uh, autonomic nervous system as well. And actually, I can teach you, you can see this in my webinar, actually, um, how to raise your heart rate up and down by just breathing techniques, by the mm -hmm. breath and, and the mula bandha. That actually you can check out, maybe we don't have time for it now, but uh, you can check that out in, the, in our webinar that we have. But, okay. Uh, but for this, you'll feel that when you do that, that when you're doing the rhythm, you squeeze and let go. All right. You'll start to feel really good sensations moving the body. Okay. It circulates dopamine and endorphins yeah. much better. All right. Okay. So Lovely. you're going to do that. Yeah. And then when you get the command, you take a deep inhale in. And then you will either do orms. Mm -hmm. Beginning is orms. And then... The second half is breath retentions. Okay. Uh, so how long is the breath. entire thing? Sorry. How 20 long minutes. Time? 20 minutes in total. Okay. Cool? Yeah. So okay. you take a deep breath in, breathe out, hold your breath as long as you can. And then when you get the urge to breathe, you count down in your mind 10 to 1. That will help you hold your breath even longer. Okay. Because you trick your mind into being able to hold by just counting down in your mind. And you'll feel this adrenaline rush feeling comes up from the base of your spine. And when you feel that, if you breathe in, imagine you're pulling all that energy up from the base of your spine, like a rush sensation, and you hold your breath in for as long as you can. And at this point, you pull on the pelvic floor at the same time, the sphincter muscles up, and you can even screw up your forehead, do the neck lock like that. It just sends energy up into the brain, all right? And that has all these amazing effects of lighting up the pineal gland and pituitary. You ready? I'm ready. Working. Okay. 
welcome to the Soma journey into the light. Sit comfortably in an upright position or lie down on your back where you will not be disturbed. Bring your awareness to the sound and the sound of my voice will be your guide. Along with the rhythm and groove of the music. Do tune in to the sound and all your thoughts be like a stream. experience for me because I'm, I'm conscious the camera's there but at the same ah. at the same time I actually went really deep uh, which I wasn't nice. expecting at all um you can probably tell by my, my my talking actually I'm in a bit of a different state um, yeah I, I haven't had that level of visualizations since uh my Wim Hof experience in 2016 where there was 20 of us in the room doing the breathing for about an hour so, so yeah, it's a visual. I haven't had that color display to that that severity um, for years, uh, and wow. with the nose as well. Um, and actually, I find with the mouth, I get I get so dry so quickly. Uh, and normally, after a couple of rounds of, of kind of Wim Hof esque breathing, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a chore for me. I have to yes. really fight through that. Whereas I felt with that, I could have kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going yes. because it's, the, the nose is doing a lot of work for me. So. Oh, thank, thank, thank you so much. That was uh, oh, thank what, you, mate. what a beautiful experience to, to go through. I feel nice. so privileged. So imagine an hour of that. Ooh, yeah. It's much deeper with a yeah. acceleration towards the end. It's the climax is unreal. Yeah, incredible. Oh, wow. Okay. How can people find you? So uh, Soma Breath YouTube channel. Uh, there's a lot of uh, great uh, sessions like this on there. Uh, also, we have a masterclass, which you can sign up for at somabreath.com. Mm -hmm. And there you can learn uh, all about the science of breathing techniques like this. And I also show you how to raise your heart rate, lower your heart rate by will. Um, and I also explain this method in more depth. And you can also test out the 22-minute um, daily dose. We have another one, which is super potent as well. And uh, then you can learn about our 21-day awakening uh, protocol journey, we call it, which uh, is a deep dive into this method with all these other layers on top of that I was talking about. But it also, then we also have the instructor training side. So if you want to be an instructor of this, you also have the career building instructor training side as well. And we're actually creating careers for instructors using this 21-day framework. And it's been amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Fantastic. People can do it all through Zoom as well. You can do it from home. Beautiful. Lovely. Well, well Niraj, thank you so much for your time. I think you, you've just given me and my viewers a, re a real gift there. So, so I'm very grateful for that. Um, guys, go and check them out. Uh, well worth the experience. If you're into any sort of breath work, which I assume you are because you're here, go, go and check out Soma because that, that, that was another level. Uh, so it's a really, really wonderful. So Niraj, thank you for your time. I hope uh, we can do this again in the future you. at some point. Uh, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, take a deep breath. 
and uh, we'll see you on the next breathcast thanks all take care peace Bye. thank you peace.